the story of the prodigal son the story of the prodigal son this story is very important for all of us why because no one of us is not sinning no one of us without a sin we all experience the time when we are prodigals when we are away from the father away from his house let us see what the story all about there was a man who has two sons the younger the younger one said to his father out of his desires of course there are motives behind every action behind every request why son, the younger son says to his father give me the portion of my inheritance in you the portion i have when you die can you imagine the the simplest thing that the father would say to him i am not dead yet you shouldn't have any but the father dared out of his desires out of his temptations that he wants to enjoy life that is not in his father's house and because the father respected very much his free will loved him so much more than anything else he said i will give him all what i have to be his portion of my inheritance even before i die for the sake of one thing to stay with me to stay in the house all what i have is his anyway and out of that great love he gave him he gave him half of everything he has and the bible tells us not far from this time not very long days after he gathered everything and went away and do you know his father is looking at him his father looking at him and don't want to say a word for him apart from stay with me 
I give you everything. And the prodigal son says to his father, I have no life here. It looks as that life I am missing is away from you. I will go. I will go and enjoy my life. He was feeling his father's home. It's like a prison for him. Of course, he was tricked and deceived by Satan. He left home thinking that he will find freedom outside. And he went outside and spent all what he has. And at the end he worked to look after swines, pigs. And the Bible tells us he wanted to even have the pods, the food of the pigs, and they couldn't have it. So, there was a big famine around the whole earth. And this prodigal son sat down to think again. Was his decision right? Was it really freedom to go out to the world and enjoy life and enjoy money and enjoy everything around the world? He discovered that the world actually enslaved him, that the world actually rubbed his freedom from him, rubbed his honor, his respect, his well-being, his health. Then he regretted all what he has done. But it was it was really the hunger pain which pushed him to think again. That was not really a real repentance. That was only hunger pain, severe hunger pain. He said to himself, many servants in my father's house have food left. And I am here, perishing out of hunger. I will go back to my father, at least to be like one of these servants. I will tell him, forgive me, I have sinned. 
but I am not worthy anymore to be your son. Make me like one of these hired servants. I am accepting to be a servant. I am worthy of nothing but being a servant. And it would be better than the situation I am in. And he decided to go. Then he went back. And while he was coming back to his father, we found something very strange. The father is waiting for him. The father is praying all the time for him to come back. And once he saw him coming from far, he went out of his house running and opening his arms to his son, though his son was with dirty clothes, maybe even smelly. But the father don't look at anything. It's not looking at what he is dressed with. He is looking for his son. He is looking for his heart. He ran toward him, hugged him. And the Bible tells us he fell on his neck and kissed him. And do you know what? Saints, our fathers are saying that this is the time, this is the moment that prodigal son really repented. Why? When he was in the far place and said, I will go back to my father, he could not imagine that fa his father will love him still. He could not imagine that his father is waiting for him. He would have imagined that his father will rebuke him badly, will shout at him will say to him, you don't deserve to be my son. So he prepared himself to say to his father, make me like one of your servants. But the father fell upon him, kissed him, saying, you are my son. You are my son. At the end, he said, You are my son. You were dead. Now you are alive. You were lost. Now you are found. And he didn't even leave his son to continue his 
sentence saying make me like one of your servants he couldn't say it because his father didn't give give him the chance to say it because he poured his love upon him he embraced him with all his heart and took him inside I say to every one of us when you are at that stage of being a prodigal trust in God's love he is calling you waiting for you never will cast you out never be late to come back because you can't guarantee the chance to to be still open for you all the time when you have the Holy Spirit calling you to come back to your father come back immediately don't wait don't postpone repentance and he took him inside the house and in the house he told his servants put a new the new garment upon him you know what is this new garment this new garment is the new nature he left when he left his home he said to them get the fat calf slaughter him and let us all rejoice and that fat calf is the sacrifice is Christ on the cross carrying all our sins so the Lord as if he is explaining the story of our salvation for every sinner I have been crucified to carry all your sins sins is not the problem for me but you your heart is the problem I want you back to me then he is assuring us I carried all your sins no sins is greater than my, my mercy and I will give you back your new nature that I gave you in your baptism and he said to them as well to put a ring in his finger a ring in his finger means I 
give you back your authority, Kassan. You remember when uh, Pharaoh put the ring in the finger of Joseph. He became the second man on all Egypt. The ring here, I give you back my authority. You are again my son and you will have everything you have lost and more. And he said as well to put a shoes on his feet and that shoes have got a story in the Bible. You remember when Moses saw the burning bush the Lord said to Moses take off your shoes because the place you are on is holy because the only one who can be present with his shoes the son not you Moses and that is why when the Lord came to John the Baptist to be baptized, John the Baptist bowed before him and said, I don't deserve to undo your shoelaces. Everyone to get baptized, he takes off his shoes because he is not the son. But when the son came, he could not take off his shoes. He is a son. In the Old Testament, if uh, a husband dies, they bring his brother or the nearest in relation to marry his wife and bring for him children. If that man does not agree what happened the wife of the deceased person take off his shoes take off his shoes actually spit on him saying you go you are not my husband you are not the one you are not the groom And that is why, as if the father is saying, you are my son, you are my groom. And that is why St. Paul is saying, I have engaged you to Christ, to be forever for him, as a bridegroom. So the Lord is saying to every one of us, you are my bridegroom. You are my son. I am waiting for you. And that is, gives us an idea about the repentance. Repentance is not a thought. Repentance is not something I intend to do. Repentance is actions. 
are you ready to move and to come back to your father's house and live there according to his will and to his commandments? Repentance is actions. You know the repentant woman, the sinner woman, when she came to the Lord, she broke her precious perfume bottle and poured it on him. Actions. You remember when Peter, St. Peter denied the Lord and the Lord looked at him. He went out and did what? Cried bitterly. Actions. Repentance is actions. No turning back. No turning back. And the last thing, the elder son. The elder son was away when everyone is celebrating the coming back of his brother, younger brother. And the elder son saw celebrations, called one of the servants, said, what is going on? And they said, your brother, your brother came back and your father killed the fat calf and made big celebration. He said, what? My brother, my brother is dead for me. He should not come back. He should not enter this house. He had his portion. He has his money and lost it. That has nothing to do with me. His father came. They told his father, and he refused to go in the house. His father came out to convince him. And the elder son says to his father, this son of yours, this son of yours wasted all your money. I have lived for you, never broke one of your commandments, and you never gave me a young goat, a young goat to celebrate with my friends. And now you slaughter for him the fat calf. You bring him back to the house. And the father very sadly say to him, my son, Still, my son, if you don't consider him your brother, it is up to you. But he is still my son. He was dead, now he is alive. He was lost, now he is found. We should celebrate. And the elder son, angry, selfish, full of jealousy and full of self-righteousness refused to go back. And the story ends in the Bible by the prodigal son in the house of the father with the father. And the older son 
is out. I wonder actually who is the real prodigal son? Who is the real prodigal son? The younger one or the older one? The story tells us the elder one became the prodigal son actually lived in his father's house as a prodigal son and this gives us a frightening a frightening thought that many of us could be in the house of the Lord living in his house enjoying his love and coming to the church and serving and becoming part of his body and yet inside there we are prodigals and yet we look at those who are out and judge them and say they don't deserve to be the sons of the Lord And the Lord one day will tell us, those who are out are my sons too. They were dead, now they are alive. They were lost, now they are found. And unfortunately because you judge them and you look down at them, you yourself will be deprived of eternal life. I wanted to ask every one of you, who are you in this story? Are you the father who loves your sons and your brothers and sisters unconditionally? Are you the prodigal son who is coming back? Or are you the one who judge the others and deprive yourself from God's love and mercy forever. Let us all come back to the Lord. Let us all have his heart, his love. Let us all forgive to be forgiven. May the Lord give us all to enjoy his fatherhood, his sonship forever. Amen.